0: Good morning, my beautiful friend, and Merry Christmas to you. We are now days away from Christmas, and I am so super excited about it all. This is our last devotional before Christmas, and God put something so good on my heart to chat with you all about today. Let's get this one started. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day Devotional Podcast Share the Light. Each week leading up to Christmas, we celebrate Advent at the school that I teach at. It was actually during one of those Advent celebrations that I got the idea for this episode. Advent, by definition, is the arrival of a notable person, thing, or event. We at Christmas celebrate Advent the four Sundays leading up to the birth of Jesus, So each Monday morning at school, because we can't do Sunday mornings, we gather our entire school community into the gym, and each class sits in a circle surrounding their class Advent wreath. And it's really amazing to see over 250 kids sitting quietly in circles, gathering near to their wreath, which holds the four special candles, one for each week of Advent, hope, love, joy, and peace. When we gather, we sing, we worship, we praise, and we get excited about Jesus's birthday. It's a season and weekly event that I look forward to each year at school. Our principal reads a few scriptures pertaining to the theme of the week, and then the part that all the kids wait so patiently for is the lighting of the Advent candles. Our main wreath is at the front of the gym, and our principal lights the candles according to what week we are on. Then each class has a representative, or two or three, or four, depending on the week we're on, who takes the candles from their class wreath and brings them forward and lights them off of the main advent wreath. They then walk carefully back to their class circle, all while trying not to drip wax or have their flame go out. And they place it gently back into their wreath. It's really cute to see how many of the kids are mesmerized by the light of each flame. Some of them just sit there cross-legged staring at it once it's in the wreath. And if we were to turn the lights out in the gym, the light that is emitted from the candles that were originally lit from a single source would be enough to brighten up the darkness. It's only if we were to blow out all the flames that we would be sitting in the dark again. And the literal act of lighting one candle from another that was burning is what brought to my mind how the light that Jesus brought to earth can be literally passed from one person to another. Imagine that we are each a candle. We would have the ability to bring light into darkness. In fact, one single flame can completely eradicate darkness. However, it's only if we choose to be lit and stay lit by the love of Jesus that we can actually make any difference where there is darkness. An unlit candle doesn't impact the dark, right? It's only when it's lit that it can make a difference. And my dear, that is you and that is I we can choose to be lit from within with Jesus's love and then decide to shine that light into the darkness, allowing others to be lit from within off of the light that we bring. We are called to share the light. Jesus is referred to the light many, many times throughout scripture. The book of John showcases a few powerful examples of those references, and that's where we'll be hanging out for most of today. John chapter 1 verses 6 to 9 speaks of how John the baptizer came before Jesus to begin sharing the light that Jesus would bring to others. John spoke excitedly of who he knew Jesus to be, and this sharing got many other people excited about his arrival as well and it says in john chapter 1 verses 6 to 9 there was a man sent from god whose name was john he came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe he himself was not the light he came only as a witness to the light the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. My friend, you and I have been given the position of being witnesses to testify to the light that Christ brings as well. We live in a world stricken with much darkness, and when we enter into the presence of others with our light shining bright because of what God has placed within us, his Holy Spirit, then that can bring much hope to a dark situation. When we speak of Jesus's love and his promises over all of us, then we can help to shine peace into someone's darkened heart. One single flame can make an incredible difference in a dark place, and your single act of kindness, thoughtfulness, or love could make all the difference to someone who needs some light right now. I live in Northern Ontario, Canada, and unlike places close to the equator, we have drastic swings in the amount of daylight that we get throughout the year. We have a summer solstice on June 21st, which is our longest day of the year. And on that day, twilight begins at about 4.30am and dusk is at about 10pm. It's almost 16 hours of daylight where I live. But tomorrow is December 21st, which just so happens to be our winter solstice, also known as the darkest day of the year. Sunrise tomorrow will be at about 8 a.m. and sunset at about 4.30 p.m. So compared to summertime, we get about half the amount of daytime hours in the winter, just over eight hours of them. And the further north you go, the larger the variance. So in the Arctic, they get almost 24 hours of sunlight in the summer, and conversely, almost 24 hours of darkness this time of year. My point is that in December, light becomes very important. The first thing I do when I get home from work is I turn on our outdoor lights. I turn on the inside lights and I turn on my Christmas tree lights and instantly all the darkness that is looming is erased. And this is exactly how the light of Christ works in a dark world. Just like the fluctuation of the amount of light and darkness we experience throughout the year, the amount of light and darkness we experience within our hearts and our lives fluctuates as well. We all have seasons of blazing sunlight, those times where everything is going well, where we have the people we love with us and memories are made that warm our hearts each time we think of them. But we also have seasons of deep darkness, though, don't we? Seasons of loss, seasons of illness or seasons of despair, and seasons when everything seems to be falling apart. The dark December nights of life when we lose someone we love, when something we depend on disappears, or that period of time that was spent in absolute chaos and confusion. The memories from these seasons are ones that we would choose to erase if we only could. And this very well might be the season that you are in right now. In these times in particular, we need some light, don't we? Sitting in emotional darkness, or spiritual darkness isn't a pleasant place to stay. John chapter 1 verses 4 to 5 from the Passion Translation say, A fountain of life was in him, for his life is light for all humanity, and this light never fails to shine through darkness, light that darkness could not overcome. Christmas is is a season of great celebration. But in reality, for many people, it's also a season of deep sadness. Christmas is often when it hits the hardest that a loved one isn't around the table. Even though Christmas is all about celebrating the birth of our Savior, Satan likes to take a run at ruining the festivities by reminding us of all the despair that we have in our life. Whether it's dementia or death or divorce or depression or disaster or debt or distance, whatever it is that is causing you to feel down or affecting a loved one, he tries to play it up and remind you about it. And he'll constantly bring forward in your mind the loved ones that you might have lost this year or the spouse who walked out or the teenager who stormed out and hasn't returned home. If the dream version of Christmas isn't your current reality right now, please know that feeling like your light has burned out is common for many people. But there is hope. There is a light that can penetrate the darkest place in your heart. There is a peace that can begin to put back together the broken pieces of your life. There is a light that can never be extinguished, and it's a light that is available to you today. John chapter 8, verse 12 says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. My sister, I want to encourage you today that if you are in a season of darkness, there are people right now, right here listening, who are praying over you today. And I know I will be praying for you, whatever your situation or circumstances. I'm just going to ask that God works in it to bring you forward in light. Praying that somehow, some way, the light of Christ begins to flicker in your soul again. That his light begins to shine through the cracks in your broken heart. The cracks are what ultimately let his light shine through. And for this reason, your broken spirit can go from burden to blessing. If there feels to be more darkness than light in your life right now, continue to seek after Jesus. One of my very favorite verses in all of Scripture is Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, that says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. But if you keep reading the next two verses, you are going to receive even more amazing promises because verses 12 and 13 say, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. My sister, if you are someone who is in a well-lit season right now, please do not let a moment go by when you aren't shining your light on others as well. You never know how your single flame may make all the difference to someone who is in darkness today. Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 to 16 says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, They put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. My friend, Christmas is a perfect time to share your light, to be a blessing, and to serve others. It's what Jesus did for us, and now we are called to do that for someone else as well. My friends, let's wrap this up today. Just pray together for that light that we all need in our life. Dear Jesus, we come to you today on this day before Christmas. We are eagerly awaiting your birthday. And Lord, we know that you are the light, the light that brings us life. And Lord, if we're somebody today who is struggling with the darkness, please help us to just continually pray today that your light can shine in their life. Lord, we are so grateful for all the light you bring to us, that you can show us what it means to be light to others. We are so grateful for the sun that rose today that brings forward our light, that we have people in our lives who love us that bring forward light that we can love others and bring forward light to them. Lord, thank you for all of that. And as we approach Christmas, please let us be mindful of how, for many people, this is a season of darkness, of sadness, of loss, of illness or loneliness or despair. And all of us have a role in helping to be the light to somebody else. And sometimes we the only way we can start to feel that light in our heart again is by just passing whatever small ounce of light we have on to somebody else. And when we do that, we know that it begins to burn our light brighter and stronger too. That paying things forward, being a blessing to somebody else can in fact be a really great blessing to ourselves as well. And Lord, we are so grateful just That we can come together, that we can talk about your word, talk about your promises, your birth and your return, Lord. We are so grateful. We love you and we are excited to share your birthday with you in just a few short days. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friends, that wraps things up before Christmas this year for us here, but I want to tell you of just a couple things. I've got our next few episodes pre-recorded for you. They will go live on Tuesday at 6am as always. However, my husband and I are doing a road trip. We are getting the heck out of Northern Ontario for our cold Christmas here. I'm actually a little bit uh, sad that I'll be leaving the snow for Christmas. If you grow up with snow at Christmas, it's kind of hard to leave it. But I am super excited about our road trip we have planned. We are going to be doing a road trip all the way through the U.S., ending up in Miami on Boxing Day, heading out for a four-day cruise with some friends who are flying into Miami, and then road tripping on back with our friends as we drive back to Ontario. So we are going to be hitting up Lexington, Kentucky, and Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and St. Augustine, Florida, and Miami on our way down. And then we'll be back to St. Augustine, Florida, and hitting up Charleston, South Carolina on the way back. So if you live in any of those places, I am so excited to explore your neighborhood All of those places are places I have never had a chance to actually check out in person and and roam around. And I know many of these places have crazy Christmas light displays. So I am so excited to just see what God brings for us to experience over the next couple weeks as we travel. But I will be back here uh, virtually to speak into your heart, and I just can't wait to meet you there. So have a wonderful Christmas. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now.